boys and girls and nerds of all ages, I present to you the Notion Nerd Podcast. Presented by the British nerds with a rubbish sense of humor who talk about all things nerdy like Notion and productivity, the excitement will be unbearable. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Notion Nerds Podcast. Today we're talking about stats, security, and OKRs, JK LMNPs, and how much they suck. Basically, the idea from my side was Notion can be used for so many different things. And stats, obviously, there aren't any graphs in Notion. There's not any like graphical views of bar charts or whatever. But people still store stats on there, such as goals, projects, like progress and things like that. And OKRs, KPIs, and all the other letters of the alphabet are sort of included. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Let's have a chat about stats. And obviously, when you bring stats together, you then think, well, security, can I store those stats in Notion? So I'm, I'm going to let John explain what OKRs and KPI, KPIs are. Whew. Tongue twister. Why, um, why are you getting me to explain? Because I know you love both of them. I don't. <laughs> why? They end up becoming a... Dis- I mean, for me personally, I become obsessed with the numbers. Whenever something like that happens, I become obsessed with the numbers. And that, for me, makes it non not really that fun. Like, it's, you know... So do you not like form- analytics at all? I do, but I have analytics for specific things. Like, and the reason why I look at analytics is just so I can gauge what's going on, but I don't record them. I don't see the point of the key performance indicators. A a performance indicator for me, is this done? Was it done well? Yes, cool, off we go. Did I enjoy this project? Yes or no. If I did, yes, cool, I'll do it again. If no, then right, this needs to change. I need to shift focuses. I need to move in a different way. That's about as far as my KPIs go. If I'm having fun, if I'm enjoying what I'm doing, those are the only performance indicators that I need. That's fair. I mean, it's very similar to what I've got at the moment, but it goes against a lot of what uh, the business coaches out there from what I've seen. I don't care. Talk about. I know. It's just they would talk about setting goals and setting targets. And I understand it, but I'm like, I feel like I would get too distracted and too focused on those very similar to you. But... Having said that, I do look at analytics like a lot because I like making data-driven decisions rather than emotionally driven decisions. So do you track any sort of recorded data in any application? Not necessarily Notion, just anything. So I, I have Fathom Analytics on my website. I obviously have the stats on YouTube. But I mean, obviously, as we both know by now, episode, goodness knows what time it is, my YouTube channel is not exactly the most exciting or active at the moment, as of this recording. So so you get a little increase and then it's just a flat line and then a, a bump and a flat line. Actually, it's kind of like this somehow. So you're, well, actually, I would imagine you've got something ranking in search. Mm. Either something ranking in search or something as a suggested video. Weekly agenda. Somehow. And it's normally your stuff. Oh, okay. What, next to my stuff? Mm. Yeah. That's fair. That makes sense. Because we work together, and, and I, I swear that's some like plan of yours to cross-pollinate our audiences, because we're both kind of very similar. 
But it's not really a plan. I can't really avoid it. If YouTube thinks that people will enjoy watching your rubbish as well as mine. <laughs> I just saw you drink and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to make you throw tea all over the place. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> I just find, I understand the concept of goals, but I feel you should set the goals and then forget them. Because if you start thinking about the goals that you're trying to hit, like you, you're always going to hit a barrier. Because once you reach that goal, it's just, well, then what's next? Another mm. goal, another goal, another goal. And it's just, you never end. It never finishes. And you're just never satisfied. And that's what I always found. I was never satisfied because I was always trying to reach for that next big goal or next big thing. I just enjoy the process of building, of creating, of selling of and and i'm not completely anti-analytics i will look at how many sales i've got i will see what went well what didn't go well i will review what happened on a new product sale or or a new video i will review that stuff but so i don't let it rule my life whereas with people who have like kb you know uh, now i'm gonna keep talking just to make you shut up <laughs> but with people with kpis it feels that it can very quickly become all they think about, which then turns it into a job, which then they might as well go work at a Tesco's or Walmart or whatever you would for American listeners, if we have any American listeners. Um, like, <laughs> look at the analytics, then you'd know. Exactly. <laughs> but like, for me, I just find them a distraction. Like they, they keep me from enjoying the journey. So milestones or checkpoints or anything like that. Do you track any of those? So for example, YouTube's an easy one to go to. Do you track when you hit a hundred subscribers or 500 or a thousand? Yes, I do. Yeah. I see when it happens. I like that. That's nice. But I don't like why it, it's just a number. Oh, very true. But so you track them and then do you look back at them? Or do you review them? No, you don't. Oh, okay. Not, not really. So you, you like don't you I, don't review your successes in the past. You sort of just, I've done it. Cool. Next thing. Yeah, I just I like I like looking forward. I mean, I do. I like I celebrate when I hit a bigger milestone. If it's a bigger milestone, hundred subscribers. Yeah, that wasn't too hard. I got that when I first joined up and I had six videos. Like, hey, okay. Only you did. Hey, like... three point something subscribe, or is it four now? It's four now, isn't it? Four point nine? No, not quite. Yeah, but it took me like seventy something videos to get to thirty-two yeah. subs. Yeah. <laughs> thirty-two subs, seventy-two videos. Ooh. That's half a person a video. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a Notion video, and then went to a hundred subs in like a day. <laughs> well, yeah, I started with Notion videos. It's just like yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Like I, I enjoy. I find the interactions with the audience more rewarding than I do how many subscribers I have. I mean, uh, like for example, as of recording, I'm launching a new program and I sent out an email to my small but lovely list about what they need in Notion, about building their own Notion setup. And I loved getting each of those emails telling me all about it. You're grinning. You're grinning. Yeah, I just wanted to make a really nasty joke, but I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I, didn't. I, I restrained myself. That makes yeah. a change. I was, I was going to insult your list, but uh, I won't because uh, then you can just do the exact same to me. <laughs> so it's kind of protecting myself on that one. 
Yeah. Um, so, like, when it comes to... So I'm, I'm just looking at tracking stats and goals. It's like KPIs and OKRs, what numbers would you track? Because So I've done some work with other clients and looking at the goals and stuff that they've set out or types of goals, it's very numbers driven, which is fair. Mm. Um, and the closest goal that I've set myself was a year ago. So November last year, I don't remember what time in November, I set myself a goal to say, I'm going to get 365 subscribers by this time next year. And I made a video about it. I even like, it was a video accountability thing. And it's actually, that should be going live at some point next month. I have no idea what I said in the video, but I know it was like me talking about something goal related. That's the only goal I remember talking about. Um, and obviously I hit that. Well, I didn't hit that for the first four months. I was like, nowhere. I was like, ah, this goal isn't happening. Then I hit it in three weeks of doing notion stuff. And then it's like, well, if that was my goal, I just need to do another goal. And then it would be another goal and another goal. And I feel like if, so this is something that I, I like to think about when I'm comparing myself to other people is if I'm comparing what I'm doing to what they're doing, I'm looking it, like towards them as if it was like a race. Like I'm looking at the back of them to see what they've done. But if I'm always looking at what they've done, I will never be able to overtake them because I'm always looking at what they've done in the past. I need to look at ahead of what potentially they haven't done or a different way of doing something so I can move forwards rather than like just being in a lane and following them. I want to be next to them and potentially overtake them. And with the goals, it's the same thing. If I set a number out, once I've hit that number is cool. Do you stop? Do you set another goal? And if you do set another goal, it's just like, well, now I'm chasing another thing. I'd much rather it be a journey rather than just a load of checkpoints. But, but yeah. that's me at the moment. Like in a couple of months, I may completely turn on its head and be like, no, goals are amazing. I doubt it, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of similar. I started tracking them. And then it, it just felt like I, I don't personally see anyone as, a, as someone that I want to compete against. I just see myself on my own journey because very few people like that I follow have the same experience as I do. I am, you know, relatively young. I have two You're young, young children with disabilities. Yeah. All right. I'm the oldest out of us two, but you know, <laughs> shut up. Comparison. I have, I have two young children with disabilities. Like I can't be as, I have so many other responsibilities that go beyond my business. So when I did compare myself to others, I would always be trailing behind. Yeah. I, I don't mind if it takes me seven, eight years to reach the same subscriber goal as you. Like that's fine. Or, or to reach that stuff, like those little things, as long as I can provide for me and my family. And if I need to drop everything, I could like, cause I've got kids. Maybe that's the type of goal you set then. For me, the subscribers, like getting a thousand was a goal because mm. I needed that for monetization. Mm. Now I'm not really that fussed. Like a hundred thousand is really like the next goal. If you want to call it a goal, it's not really a goal. It's just, that'd be nice because it's the play button. Everything else in between, I'm not really that fussed because mm. it's, it's not the subscribers that make the money. <laughs> it's not the views that make the money. It's the, the marketing that YouTube allows. I mean, that, that just goes into the whole, why are you doing YouTube? What are you doing it for sort of thing? But like the goal isn't the vanity metric. The vanity metric of views and subscribers is not a goal for me. 
and it's, I know it's a goal for some people. It's like, that's great. And yes, views and subscribers do increase marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it's a side thing, but that's not the target. The target is to have fun and help people learn what I know and what I've been through. At the moment, that's Notion related. Potentially in the future, maybe towards content creation, habit tracking, productivity, who knows where it goes? Because it's all kind of related, but I'm teaching in, in inverted commas. What I've experienced and what I know, which is fun because I'm reflecting on what I've done and I'm helping people through problems that I've gone through. So my goal is to keep having fun <laughs> and keep helping other people because that's what I enjoy. Like I, I like talking to people. And those of you that have watched the stream can probably figure out, I like talking. So I, <laughs> remember on a podcast, John, and they can't see your really obnoxious mouthing. Okay. Really? Wow. I didn't know. That's why we started a podcast, just to talk for an hour or so. Yep. yep. Um, but it's like, I, I enjoy talking, I enjoy learning, and I enjoy helping other people. Yeah. How can, I make, how can I make that, essentially in my head, I was like, how can I make those three things into a business where I can earn enough money and still enjoy doing all of those things? Mm. YouTube just happened to be the route I took, mainly because I spent so much time on the platform. <laughs> it's like, I might as well like, do something on it. And now I understand the platform fairly well. If I hadn't gone YouTube, maybe it would have been a podcast earlier. Uh, maybe it would have been a blog. I don't like writing, so probably not, but who knows? But the goals, the targets, and sort of the tracking is, am I having fun? And can I potentially earn enough money to live from it? At the moment, I'm yeah. living at home, so don't need the money, but if something was to happen, or who knows what happens in the future, but I'm going to move out at some point. <laughs> so I need to be sustainable. Um, so you had it here first, listeners. Danny doesn't need the money. However, I do. So come on over. Come on over and let's have a chat. Need and want are two different things. <laughs> like, I mean, this, this actually reminds me of something that, uh, who was it? I think it was, maybe it was Thomas Frank's podcast in Forum. I can't remember. It was a podcast. I was, well, it was a YouTube podcast. It was a podcast, but it was on YouTube because yeah, I like watching people talk rather than just listen to them. Just my preference. And they were like, once, once you've hit that certain amount of income, yeah. it sort of becomes like, not like redundant, but it's like, do I need more money now? Like Ali Abdul's obviously been talking about it loads on his recent live streams. Like, he's a doctor, he can sustain himself with the YouTube thing. It's like, do I need to be a doctor? Do I not? Do I need the money? What do I enjoy? That sort of thing. And at the moment, I don't have, well, I do have like things that I need to buy, obviously to stay alive, food <laughs> and the rest of it. But it's like, I, I'm, I'm at a threshold at the moment that I, I don't need more money than what I'm getting. But if that does increase, I want to have the potential to increase. I don't want to be sitting at a job where I'm like, I'm working this many hours a week. Can I have some more hours, please? Because they might not give it to you. So, and that's my view on like the goal, the target type thing when it comes to business. Uh, but I mean, tracking all of that, I don't really track it. I don't really find the need to track it because it's like, I can just check myself every day. Am I having fun? Yes. Sorted. Carry on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you know, what gets measured gets managed but then if i start managing stuff i'm in a job and like i would rather 
spend my time talking to people, helping them achieve what they want to achieve rather than sitting behind a spreadsheet because I wouldn't like use Notion for finances. I just wouldn't like mm. I can, you could, but I wouldn't because there's no point. It, it doesn't make sense to use it. Excel is perfect. Excel is a spreadsheet software. That is what it's designed to do is to check money. I could not nod any harder. No, no. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's like I was worried you, you, your uh, head would fall off just like your mic did. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So oh, yes, the, we do. For those of you that don't know, my mic was on a boom arm until after Sunday stream. And then I broke it. <laughs> and now my mic is currently sitting on my table on its side because I don't have a stand that works because the connector thingy to the mic is broken. So, yeah. <laughs> He's a professional podcaster. Peepees. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> we are peepees <laughs> and I broke the mic. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say something important, John, and now you've made me forget it. You, you, have, you have made me forget what I was going to talk about. What were you talking about a second ago? And don't say you've forgotten because it was <laughs> that's what you were talking about. Great. See, this is what happens when both people use Notion so much for their memory, they just forget how to remember. <laughs> yes. We were talking about spreadsheets and how Excel has a use case. And I was nodding a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. So with like financial tracking in Notion, can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? I don't think so. The main reasons that I don't think so is you can't look. I mean, I guess this comes into stats and analytics and how much you want to analyze your finances. But if you want to do everything in Notion from a financial standpoint, looking at the budgeting, looking at the transactions that have gone in, gone and out and have different accounts to set all that up. Is it possible? Yes. But it's going to require a lot of relations, a lot of roll ups, a couple of formulas here and there and some playing around with views in Excel. You just need a table and then a pivot table. Yeah. And then just pick what charts and graphs you want to see. Um, yeah. And it's all interactable because you could just use sliders. For those of you that don't use Excel, that may be more of an issue. But Excel basically does it for you. Just table, pivot table, sliders, chart, sorted. Rather than yeah, and, it, and it is just much more simpler. I mean, I won't ever be doing that. My VA will kindly manage that for me. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Um, John, but... you lazy... <laughs> No, I don't call it, I don't think it's lazy. It's kind of like, <clears throat> when it comes efficient. to stuff like that, it's, it's efficiency. It's, I am no good at that stuff. I could go and learn it. Yes. Do I want to learn it? No. Because I have a, I do have a limited amount of hours in the day. And I would rather invest my time in jobs that are really important for me to do. Or that only I can do. Hmm? Or things that are fun. Or well, that, yeah. But when I what I deem is important is fun. Like you know, and, and for me, like beyond just my business, like I, I I think beyond my business, not just my head is always in my business because I used to do that, and then I never spent any time with my family, and that for me is the reason why I went into being self-employed. And going back, going, going back, going back to the okay, English. Um, I'm sorry. Podcast and we can't speak. Brilliant. 
<laughs> going back Sorry? to OKRs again, going back there. OKPs. Like, and KPIs. KPPs. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Sorry, and that on. conversation, like, they're very focused on business and business only. You are and, business. Hmm? You are in business. Well, yes, I am in business, yeah, but I am beyond just my business. I'm like, more important than my business. Well, I am. Sick I created my business so I could spend more time with my family and enjoy their company and see them growing up and support them to grow. And I can't do that if I'm stuck in my studio making stupid bloody pivot charts and swearing at the screen because I don't like Excel and I wish that Notion had pivot charts and all of that other stuff that they could possibly add. Ah, Brie. <laughs> yes. Well, Akshay did mention that they're thinking of adding in more views. You know, like that uh, that timeline view that I think they mentioned, I don't know, what, a year ago? 2018, I think it was. Really? Yeah, I think it was as far back as 2018. Notion. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I really want that timeline view. That would cha- That will change things for me. Like, yeah, I, still, I still don't know how I'm going to use that. I think I would use it primarily for product planning. Like when I'm planning a new product, like a launch. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I don't have any like big launchy type things. Oh no, neither do I. They're all little tiny launches, but they're structured. Like there'll be a plan for them. And I'm looking forward to when that's implemented in Notion. I guess I'm using a calendar view. I guess it's kind of like them, them being a bit too enthusiastic. Like look at what we're doing. And then it's just like, oh yeah, we've got loads of other stuff to do first. Um, API, API, give us the API. <laughs> I was like, what song are you even going to? That's, that's just, as a musician, I was expecting just something better. <laughs> no, Sorry. You can crack out the piano if you like, but... Uh, no, I, I don't want to be tormented. Um, <laughs> Precisely, you don't. So I didn't... Uh, it, it won't be homesick song. That, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, that was that was that was a beautiful song. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, there was a, we did a live stream with Homesick Mac. He plays guitar, blues guitar, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and he wrote a song about Notion. What Notion doesn't currently have well, at the time of making the song, anyway. So when it comes to the goals, analytics, and tracking and stuff, it's obviously directly tied into security. And both of us have just said we don't track finances in Notion. Do you track client data in Notion? Because if you're tracking client data, I would imagine that's like a CRM type thing. Do you worry about that data being like taken from the the Notion hacker people? (laughs) This is an interesting one for me because all of the people I work with are on Facebook. All of the people I work with use YouTube. And provided you're happy with using both of those big companies who have been proven to screw up Facebook in particular, (laughs) I don't think you honestly have a right to complain about security. If someone requests for that data to be taken out, I will take that out. I have to legally, but I, I don't mind taking it out. As far as I'm concerned, Nostrum have... I just feel if you're going to be that like niggly about security, everything is secured 
like not two-factor authentication and, and like the big complicated stuff, which I do know about, but my brain, it's like first thing in the morning here and I can't be bothered to go into that detail right now. But I just <laughs> find it a bit excessive. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, so uh, I, I, th- I think I said this, I don't, I don't know what stream it was, but I was talking about it on stream and I was like, all the information I have in my notion can be seen somewhere else. Like, I don't hold my passwords to my bank account in Notion. Yeah. Um, but like, they're in my head. Oh, excuse me. Um, like, they're in my head. But everything else is like, what's your email? It's on YouTube and on Facebook and on Twitter, and you can find it on my website. What's your address? Well, that's, again, not stored in Notion. Why would it be stored in Notion? Maybe, actually, no, they won't even have it on the back of the account because all they have is my email and my name. But yeah, because the address is handled by Stripe. Yeah. And I haven't actually paid for Notion because I'm still free. <laughs> yeah, me, me too, but still at that point. Um, yeah, so I haven't even like paid for anything in Notion. It's, it's all free. So it's like there is, there's nothing personal in Notion that isn't seen anywhere else on the internet. I can see your head bobbing up and down. <laughs> I'm just bouncing around because it's fun. Um, but it's like... The, those those people that want to hide their notes, I don't. May, maybe this is me being ignorant into the world that they're in, but I don't know what notes you'd be taking that you wouldn't be able to find out elsewhere. Mm. Like financial data, again, I would go towards something like Excel to store all of that sort of stuff anyway. So that's local storage. That's not on Notion. And I mean, maybe legal documents, but why would you be writing legal documents on Notion? You wouldn't. Like you would use HelloSign or something that is you know yeah exactly so it's like i don't know i can't think of something that you would use notion for that would require that much security i mean if you, if you don't want your notes to be handed out for whatever reason then maybe but if if you're in my opinion if you're that worried about the note being surfaced somewhere else then i would question why you're writing the note in the first place like if if it's a personal journal does it really matter if someone sees what you write? I mean, th- I mean, th- this is just me. Like, if, if I'm writing it, it's what I think. And I'm a very honest person. I'm quite an open person. Like, if, if I have an opinion, I'm going to share that opinion. I'm not necessarily going to go, I don't like you, to every person I don't like. Uh, if they ask me, I'll be honest about it. That's one of, one of the three things that I look for. Honesty, consistency, and communication. So will I tell everyone? No. But if they ask, will I lie? No. So that, that I could be so bloody evil right now, but I'm not. I'm go, go for just... it. Go for it. Nah, 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 nah. Like going on from your point, following on from your point with that, like some people store medical information inside of Notion, but that's publicly accessible depending on where you are. Mm. I understand. So there's that too. If you're, so I do tech for my clients. I, I do like retainers and stuff. I do not store passwords in Notion because that's just flipping stupid. And you I do not I, store I what in Notion? I don't store passwords in Notion. Oh, so that, that was the accent. That's silly. Like I have a password manager. They share their passwords securely where I can't see it. Yeah, and that's what that's you good. use. You use a password manager because then you don't have to store it in your head. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> at, at the moment, most of my, yeah, all of my passwords are in my head. I don't think I have anything stored elsewhere, but I've used so many different, the, the way I remember them is like a story. So I have a story of passwords 
Um, so I know what numbers, symbols, and letters go into each password. Sometimes I can get the platform mixed up, <laughs> um, but I know all the passwords. So I have debated about using key pass, whatever it is for the passwords, but yeah, like I, I, I think, so this is, this relates to something actually I, I tweeted about yesterday, I think uh, you may have seen it. How would you explain Notion to a beginning user? And I think almost, I, I, I don't want to put a number to it, but something like 80%, 90% of people went towards the note-taking side of things not the task management, project management, or tracking. And I'm like, for me, task management and project management comes first with my Notion use over note-taking. Like note-taking's a nice addition that I can do in Notion. It, it's not my first thought. It may be a note-taking app, note-taking app, but task management and project management and then tracking of projects is what I use Notion for way more than I do note-taking. Even when I was at uni, even when I was in academics, I would pay more attention to the tasks I need to do to get the essays done or the tasks I need to do to learn the thing that I want to learn. Like what lessons do I need to do? What articles do I need to read? And then the notes on that just, it was nice to do it in Notion because you couldn't do it in other applications. So I could, I could see, uh, yeah, fair enough. And it's just like, if, if you're going to class Notion as a, a note taker, then you suddenly go, right, what are the note takers and compare it to Notion? But that's not, that's not a fair comparison. But then same thing, if you say Notion's a task management, you then go to task management and make that comparison. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> like, I'm not defending Notion, but Notion, Notion can't really be compared to any of those apps. But no, I've, but I find that bloody annoying. As well. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 completely. Like, when, and it goes back to that question that you were asking on Twitter and I've asked that in the past. What is Notion to a beginner? Like, what is it? Because I've, I've had a number of calls with clients over the last couple of weeks. I just don't see how Notion can do project management. And I'm like, it can, and it does it better than the vast majority of project management tools because there is far more flexibility, customization, and the ability to run it exactly how you do. It is probably the best project manager that you'll ever experience in your life claim but it is because it's completely and utterly customizable like it is so flexible it's offensive <laughs> it's confusing. you know hmm? it's so flexible it's confusing well yes it's, it is confusing at first when people start get started but the moment you the moment the light bulb switch happens for you you will never go back to any other app you will find it so hard to transition and, and like it will always feel restrictive yeah, I mean, I'm finding that. So I'm, well, as of today, I'm going to be doing the ClickUp uh, members only live stream. So for those of you listening, I'm essentially, I'm exploring other applications for the first time. I, I explored Rome last week uh, and made a smiley face out of the graph view because <laughs> that's what I thought of Rome. <laughs> and that one, that one is a public live stream. So you can, you can watch that on the replay. And the, I'm going to be exploring loads of other applications, but I'm finding myself going, but I could do this in Notion like this, or, but I could do this in Notion like that, or why can't I do this in this application? I think because I've used Notion for so long, yes, I am biased, I know that, but it's like, I'm looking at all these boxes, boxed apps is what I would call them, and I'm like, but I don't wanna look at it like this. And yes, I know they have different views, 
but what if I want two, two views on the same page? Mm. Most applications go, you can have a list view, a table view, a board view, a mind map view, a whatever view, but you can only see it one at a time. Mm. And I'm like, but I want to see all four views on the same page and I can just scroll up and down and see them. Yeah. I haven't found an application other than Coda that does it like Notion, but then Coda, no columns, blah. <laughs> Coda is just is, is I like Coda. I liked Coda. <clears throat> I yeah. explored it for a little bit, but the no columns thing. That's going to be another episode on the, on the. That's going to be another application I'm exploring. It's on the list. <sighs> and I I think so. The the way I'm currently going with with some of these applications is some of them are longer longer exploration applications. Like Rome, I did a stream for what was it almost three hours, but then I explored Rome for another twenty hours afterwards because there was so much to learn in the application and some of the apps i reckon i might i may be like this is worth exploring further if i have the ability to explore it on the free plan because rome you get a trial for 30 days and then you have to pay like 15 pounds a month and i'm like no <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to pay to explore an app that i may not use um that, that's just me maybe, maybe and, and i think that's the thing like with rome you need more than 30 days to learn how to use rome Mm. efficiently and well yeah um, I, mean, <clears throat> I mean i put like i say i put close to 30 hours into it and i was looking at so many different videos trying to understand how people do it and basically if you don't use queries you're stuck <laughs> if you <laughs> like, don't use don't, queries if you don't have a text expander for templates it, yeah, yeah and that that for me was the was the frustrating thing was yeah, it, every it single out. time i wanted to add something in i had to i had to use the the shortcut that I set up as a text expander. I own a text expander, but that is one more step that I have to follow. Yeah. And I have, and I have that break in my mental processing to go, ah, right. Okay. So I want to, I want to make notes on this book. Okay. What was the shortcut to add my key, like my book thing in there? Right. Okay. I've done that. Right. What did I want to write? I don't remember anymore. Like I like how notion is if I have a book that I want to make a note on, no template done it's fast it's fluid it's frictionless i don't have i mean yes you have to set it up and that's the friction that's the part where the most friction occurs but once you have it set up once you get past that what templates do i need what things do i need you then you just like, go back and rebuild it over and over and over again <laughs> <laughs> yes, but most people are normal and don't do that. But once you have the framework of what you need, and once you have like the templates that you love, it's so easy to customize. Yeah, and fast. I, I'm I'm totally with you, and I think that I mean, there's obviously workflows in Rome and in other applications that do work for people. And don't get me wrong, they're obvious. They obviously work. They're obviously good. But as Notion users, it's it's very hard to go elsewhere. I may maybe maybe people that have gone from Evernote to Notion may be similar. It's like it's hard to go from something they're so used to. But I think the the switch from Evernote to Notion is completely different to Notion to something else because Evernote Evernote users may not like me for this, but it's a restrictive app. It's a boxed app. You can do this stuff, that's it. Whereas Notion is you can do all of these different things. It's highly really focused, isn't it? It's like it's it's completely focused on I mean, their capture is yeah. like, goodness me. It's really good at a couple of things. But then yeah. that's what I think a lot of applications are. Like, Rome is really good at a couple of features. 
Evernote is really good at a couple of features. Todoist is really good at a couple of features. Notion is really average at everything. <laughs> like, or above average, I would say, at everything. Like, it's, it's not going to be your number one app for anything, but it will be your number two app for everything. Yeah. Like, that, that, is, that is how I would see Notion. And like, and I mean, it, it comes like bringing that back to the goals, the tracking, the rest of it. If you're going to do goal tracking, like if you are going to do it, then you need to go like full out and actually do it, which means you're going to need a setup for it. If you're not going to do it, then yeah, you could do a bit of tracking here and there in Notion. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, for me anyway, goals, tracking, KPIs, OKRs, whatever you want to call them, I archive all my projects and I review all of my projects. So Essentially, I am tracking, just I'm not going out of my way to track it. I'm just not showing it in the active view. So I, I, can, I can add more numbers in and do the rest of it, but I don't need to. Um, and when it comes to YouTube, like my, my YouTube analytics and moving forwards, I can look back at videos on YouTube. So why would I take it outside of YouTube to bring it into Notion? Something that, what was the app? Uh, Stack by or Stack B, however you say it. They were, I, I've seen a couple of workflows where you can use the API and bring stats from YouTube into your stack by. What's the point? Why? Like, I need to review my YouTube stats. I'm going to go to YouTube and see all the stats. Yeah. Like if you want to export it onto a Google Sheet, you can do and then go ham with all the numbers. And I have done that a couple of times. <laughs> but if you, but you are a stats nerd. That's the thing. Yeah, I like numbers. You you love your stats, but for the average business owner and entrepreneur. <sighs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Which is why, like, if you're going to track stats on your blog, then look at your stats on your blog. If you're going to track stats on YouTube, look at your stats on YouTube. If you're going to track stats on your website, look at your website or your sales, look at wherever you're selling something. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see the benefit in duplicating stats and storing those in another application like Notion. Mm-hmm for OKRs, overviews and stuff. Maybe in a bigger business where you need to see what everything else is going on. If you're a CEO and you want to see all the stats, then that makes sense. And I can, I can understand the justification for that to see where everything's going. But again, I would then question, if you're the CEO, why do you need to see all that stuff? Like, is that, isn't that whoever's... Well, it, it, you need to see it. But you don't need to create it. Like, same thing here. I like seeing where my business is going to be able to predict, like you say, like the stats driven, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I don't need to do that. I, my, my wonderful virtual assistant, she does that for me or will be doing that for me in a Google sheet. So I don't have to touch Google sheets. And she does all the pivot tables, charts and little things that go in the cell, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I like it a lot. But I just go in there, look at it and go, eh, that's cool. Or she'll just come to me and go, Jonathan, we need to do this, this, this and this. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like she helps me to make better decisions because I'm incredibly creative. I just want to keep creating. Data I don't want to be looking decisions. at stats. Hmm? Data driven decisions. Yeah, I do. All the like... D's. <laughs> Danny's data driven decisions. Things were going so well. <laughs> you can't really go d's like d d d d that that's not funny yeah we're pps and well you're a d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d
the de- de- decisioning. <laughs> anyway, I'm crying. I shouldn't be crying. That wasn't that funny. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> I'm so funny. Look at me. <laughs> uh, no, listen, listen to me. It's a podcast. Come on, get it right. <laughs> okay. I, I had something important to say again, but again, I've forgotten it because I didn't write it down in Notion. Um, I just I know, I know you're writing stuff down. I'm sitting here just talking to my microphone that's on my table because I broke it. <laughs> and there we go. There's the water. <laughs> but yeah, what was it? Oh yeah, with the with the stats and stuff. Um, with all the data driven decisions, I think I think there's a difference between like well, the the roles you have. And if you're a CEO, you just want to see like an overview, essentially like a dashboard. Give me all the numbers that I need, and then I'll just make a couple of decisions and be like, yeah, that's good, or no, that's not. When it comes to the actual tracking and the sorting of stuff, like the nerdy people like myself that like the numbers and all the, the small little tasks and SOPs that you're going to do and granular information. If, if, you're, if you're like that, then if, if you don't use Excel, I would be surprised. If you're, if you're yeah. one of those people, if you're one of those people and you don't use Excel, I would be surprised. I guess sort of coming, in, coming around in a circle, I guess the people that would be tracking their stats, finances and stuff in Notion, would be the more creative people potentially yeah because then you can see it in different ways and of course there are there are different tools you can use to turn things into visual data there's notion charts there's that stuff which is really good and but like just use a google sheet and pivot charts and obviously there are apps specifically for that tracking but i don't want to use tons and tons and tons of apps <laughs> that's why i went to notion in the first place yeah Sorry. i mean i can I, I use fathom for like the stuff i have to use oh excuse me I drank, I drank water just as we started, and it's just like, oh dear. I'm sorry I'm boring you. Stretching. Well, you've, you've been drinking water this whole time. Like, I, I, yeah, I can't do that. But that's something with the, with the live streams that I'm like, the water's there. And like, when other people are talking, like, I need to drink this. Otherwise, it's going to get to like two hours in. My throat's going to be really dry. <laughs> uh, me drinking is a nervous tick. What is it? I did not notice that. Why are you nervous talking to I'm me? I'm not. Am, but... I, am, am I intimidating you? My, my, my big, my big posture. No, I just have a habit. If there's water there, I drink it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've been... I'm dancing around by about two hours into the stream. Time. <laughs> 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 I think we descended into madness again. Oh, yeah, we, you know that, you know that train track that we, we spoke about in like the intro that we're like, we're going to follow this train track and derail a couple of times. This is one of those times. Cue sound effect. Oh, the the aeroplane. We need to make a train. I already you, have. You know that you know the aeroplane that is that we need a, a train that derailing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll get on it. <laughs> Not that my list is at all long enough <laughs> as it is for this podcast, but you know. No, you don't do anything. Your VA does it all. All right, this episode won't be coming out until Danny does it all. <laughs> In other words, it won't. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'll have you know, I am a very productive person sometimes. <laughs> I made sure to add sometimes on the end of that. Yeah, but you don't have to be productive all the time. I, I think, who was it? Was it Matt Diavella said that in a video? Either Matt, Thomas, it definitely wasn't Ali. He may have said it, I don't know. Uh, but they were like, we, as, as productive YouTubers, they can come across as like productive all the time. 
but they but they know they're not like and they say they're not there's there's other things about them um they they just sort of like chill out and relax and no it was thomas on his recent informant podcast i listened to that one and um, he was like he could make more videos a week but he doesn't want to because he wants to spend the time doing other things um and it's like being productive is how efficiently you get to your goals like that that's how he said it and that sort of relates to the conversation today like goals if you're being productive towards your goal you have to set a goal to be productive yeah but the goal doesn't have to be anything more than just end the day feeling good mm-hmm. yeah it which be is pretty much one. my goal if i feel like i've done enough for the day if, if the way i view it this is going to be deep by the way which ruins it immediately because in. i said it was deep before i said it um like if I can leave at the end of the day... A- Get closer to the mic, make it more serious. If I leave at the end of the day and I feel tired, but like I've succeeded something, then that's a good day. That was deep. I know. And you have a good mic, because I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think if, I mean, I don't want to touch my mic because it's like... <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just a wire. But if I was to pick it up and put it close, it would not sound anything close to that. I, I need the technology boost. But yeah. it's, it's Amazon Prime Day. There's some good cameras. We're going to have a chat afterwards because I've just seen some cameras that are on Prime and they're like really expensive cameras for a lot cheaper. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So right now, as of the day of recording, it's Amazon Prime Day. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Not going to lie. Is it the same day every year? I have no idea. All right, all right, fair enough. But yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess that would be a, a good, a good way to sort of like to to close it out. Yeah, it's been good this time, thankfully. Cool. Okay, thank you for joining us for this episode of. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> for people who are listening, he just decided to start like poking me and the screen. I was just like pointing. Pointing at everything. That, that's anyway. What you do in videos, isn't it? You, you point in all the corners to make sure... But this isn't a video. Yeah, it is, because I can see myself. It's a video recording. Because okay. you know the YouTubers are going, look at this corner. Oh, wait, no, it's this corner, because they can never remember. But they actually can. They just make it a thing. That's what I think. I know. I, I know. Right? Oh, look at this. Oh, wait, no, this corner. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I've been doing this for like five years and I set, up, set them up every single time. But it's in one of these corners and I don't know which. So anyway. insulting. You're offending me, John. <laughs> no, you're really not. I know. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Notion Nerds podcast. And we will see you all next week where we're talking about something else. Exciting. Probably the probably project management in Notion. That's going to be a deep one. That's yeah. going to be fun. That's going to be anyway. a fun one. I yeah, so we'll do that one next week. Yep, sounds good. Unless we change our mind, which we do sometimes. Change your mind? Us? Really? Never. <laughs> yes. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.